0: WGI 2023 is in the books. That was a hell of a weekend, and a lot of
1: crazy shit happened. Dude, and it was cold. But thankfully... Yeah, that was awful. Thankfully, it was dry Saturday. Yes, we were...
0: Because leading up to the weekend, you you and I were checking the weather every day. Earlier in the week, it had rain both days, and... It looked like it was going to suck. Yeah, it looked like it was going to be a terrible... We're like, oh, no one's going to get good lot videos any day, like the lot's not going to happen the stupid tent situation like it's good they can do that and they have the rain plans in p- place with those tents at the top of the ramp but it still sucks it's not fun and
1: the irony of guard finals having beautiful weather all Ugh. weekend when they don't need outside warmups and they don't, don't do it at all <laughs> but i was like no yeah. but it was it ended up being great i mean they had some of the delays on Saturday, or Friday, I mean, uh, which we'll get into, and some groups had to deal with some some bullcrap and some waiting to to perform and going back out to warm up and this and that, but everybody handled it like a champ. It seemed like it went pretty smoothly and picked back up pretty quickly, but yeah, it was a great weekend. Yeah, super fun, but so before we get into this, welcome everyone to the Aged Out Podcast.
0: I'm one of your hosts, Mike Fantini, and with me as always is... Evan Worrell. And go check out Facebook, Instagram, never miss an update on the podcast, reaction videos, clips that we put up, all that stuff. It's all posted there. We'll post random like uh, schedule stuff. We just post all kinds of stuff. Just go follow on those social media platforms. If you use them, hit subscribe, comment, like on the YouTube channel. If you're you're watching slash listening there, Uh, hit the join button, become a member for 99 cents a month. Uh, It helps us pay for travel costs and stuff. Obviously, we just, hotels, travel, all that stuff. Um, We appreciate all that, but at the end of the day, we just appreciate the viewership. It still blows our mind how many people have started, like, found out about this thing, this, like, pet project, and started listening and interacting with us and stuff. It's super fun, so we appreciate everything, and uh, after that, let's jump right in. Like, let's just do Let's start let's like go over our weekend and what we what we saw on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, um, our game plan kind of and just overall thoughts and then we'll get into basically we have like how our predictions turned out. you know, we're gonna go over recaps towards the end of the episode and um, yeah, so some
1: interesting things in there. yeah stay yeah we, yeah, stay tuned. Some <laughs>
0: wi- I, I said it at the beginning, some wild shit happened. uh if you if you really if you really dig into the recap and look at the different panels but we'll get into that later so Thursday we weren't there yet we were not there on prelims day uh we were both watching the flow stream we watched you watched everybody or the a lot of them right I I, I'm
1: trying to think of who I missed I pretty much caught everybody I don't I don't remember missing because the great thing was you could kind of scroll back and back up and go back and watch shows there was some um, stuttering, though. Like, when yeah. you went back
0: far enough, it would, like, jump around, like, with buffering. It, it kind of sucked. But uh,
1: I'll take it. But, yeah, yeah I did – I'm pretty sure I caught every single group. I can't think of – like, as I went back through the list, I, I couldn't think of a show that I didn't see, so. Yeah. I watched
0: the first two blocks, and then probably half of the groups – the, the higher-placing groups, or the groups that I thought would place higher. I had, like, a family gathering and had to, like – I missed – a lot of stuff in the middle, but i uh, caught a bunch of that and then we just woke up and we met at my sister's house in Cincinnati. Uh left my car there, hopped in the car with Evan and we went up to Dayton and we were in the lot by like twelve forty five, going on one o'clock, something like that.
1: Yeah, up thankfully right the in. rain day kind of, the rain delay kinda of hooked us up because uh, traffic was running us behind. Um but we were able to get in there and catch lots. Um, uh, I know like Dark Sky, I'm trying to think of who else was in there, semis there. Um watched a lot of groups we watched a lot of groups, we a lot lot of groups. groups. connexus
0: um yep. monarch we watched watched a lot red of wave we saw red, wave, red um, wave infinity
1: 2 yeah just pretty much all the way up um all the way up until really i think that it started to really rain and yeah. then we went inside because we did have tickets and yeah, we, we went were able to connect
0: and we watched two groups connexus inside and monarch
1: yeah we, we caught connexus
0: and monarch uh inside on friday and i gotta say like just want to start by like kudos to Conexus, because the show was cool, and I thought I, I dug the show before I even got there. But obviously, we've said it before. There's been groups in past years that we've been talking about and covering this stuff. Shows hit different in person. It's pretty obvious why. You feel the energy on the floor. The music has energy to it itself, as we all know as musicians and stuff like that. Uh, it's a whole different level of engagement as an audience member, and the shows just kind of hit different for lack right. of a better way to put it. Mm-hmm. Connexus is definitely, I already liked it going in, hit different in person, knew it immediately on Saturday, like within the first 60 seconds of the show. Um, and then Monarch yeah. too. Monarch, it, it, it was pretty cool, like dichotomy or juxtaposition rather between Monarch and Kinexus. Like Conexus, you had tool music, just kind of like electric guitar. Then Monarch was more of like a subdued kind of undertone show that had peaks and valleys and just... Very,
1: very different shows. Just very, very controlled, I would say. Um, But yeah, I'm going to do our predictions rant here in a minute too. But we were able to see them. Unfortunately, they hit like another weather delay. Um, So after we saw Monarch, we ended up just going back to the hotel to check in. And then we went to lunch. We had a reservation with a bunch of our RhythmX friends and uh, just other friends that were in town at tie 9 which was fantastic phenomenal um yeah and then we just went and hung out for the rest of the evening uh saturday morning woke up we had a lot of time to kill so we were like let's go check out some pio lots yep um we hit the brunch spot we went to the lot checked out pio uh where i think mike (laughs) i think one of the first things you said we were watching the first group and you're like well this class is a lot different than it was 10 years ago (laughs) 'Cause so so Evan marched open class,
0: I marched open class, you did three seasons, I only did one in open class, all at Tate's Creek yeah. Indoor a- out of Lexington, Kentucky. And all I'm saying is the year I marched in 2010, we got fourth, and we would have gotten like seventeenth if that same group and show and ensemble was and that's not to knock us, it was just the state of the activity back then. Like the like we've talked about on here before, the average of all classes really with more resources online kids are getting into the activity younger educational tools all that stuff it's just doing nothing but progress yeah i think it's it's dude, open class is so much better than it
1: used to be we were just getting like our keek to our teeth kicked in and open and i think the first year we had five snares the next year we had six next year we had five like a lot of the times the ensembles were much smaller and now they're eight nine they're like full eight, size four, world five, class size five, ensembles. Five, six. Five, four or five symbols, some of them have vision ensembles like they're they're full-size massive groups yeah so um, we saw in terms of open class in the lot at least we saw
0: uh q2 we saw freedom we saw civitas we
1: watched impact a little bit and i feel like there was another group we watched we saw um spartans indoor yes that's who um, i'm forgetting andy we kim saw the the may rocky group a little bit from over mm-hmm. the side um I'm trying to remember if there's more
0: I think that was it. We kinda got there a little later because we really didn't know what else to do during the day. Uh and then we went inside and watched through Bakersfield College, which is like the last six, I think, the top open six class yeah. groups. Yeah. And it's good stuff. Like I uh Q two did the Andy Warhol show, right? Yeah, yeah. That was a fun
1: show. It was really cool. Dude, it was very, with very eight, fun. The eight bass drums, like the top yeah. top one was like super tiny oh, i don't dude, even know It was, it was like, like a, a tom. modified tom
0: drum just a little tom turned sideways it was hilarious and but the it crowd was so react- funny and yeah, they, the dude, crowd- they played it yes. they ripped it yeah the crowd reacted to it which was really cool um uh it's just i almost who i like i feel like meraki won right they won open right
1: yeah yeah they won they had that uh euphoria show with like mm. a lot of the strings and colored strings super well designed put together yeah. show they played really well I thought that they played the best, um, but I'd then I looked back that. and I did see that Freedom won the music caption, so awesome. Good for them. Um, Shout out that, Mike Davis. Good job. That Impact group that I believe is from Washington had that awesome show. I think it was like Hidden in Plain Sight where they used the the color scheme on the props, really clever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously at the end, they kind of formed the words hidden, which was had been there the yeah. whole time, but you didn't see it. That was, very, that was really catchy. Cool. Some, some um, cool
0: stuff going on in open. Yeah. Highly recommend. We will be doing a reaction video uh, to a handful of the open groups. Like la- I think last year we did the medalists all in one video. We might do more than just the medalists this year and do like break it into like two videos or something. But uh, we'll get to that later after this uh, wrap up podcast here. But so open class was super fun. Uh, after that we went back to the hotel, took a nap, and then came back and watched some Scholastic World.
1: Which we found that. We went to that dope cocktail bar with Dean and Casey. Oh, yeah. Tender Mercy. Highly recommend in Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. Uh, Um, but. Yeah, went
0: back. Scholastic World was fun as always. We went straight inside. We were in the lot for like five minutes and we're like, it's too cold. I'm not doing this. Uh, Um, basically, (laughs) we were like.
1: Super windy.
0: Very windy, cold. So we said, let's just go inside. Let's watch everything on the floor, get a really good read and take on it all. And, uh, it did not disappoint like the top of Scholastic World never does. Um, you had Avon, you had Dartmouth, you had um, Chino Vista Hills, Marietta. Ayala, Vista Marietta. Those were the five we watched, Center right? Grove. We, yeah. we missed Center Grove. We didn't get in time. We were sitting there officially. watching it
1: from like the, the tunnel. They wouldn't mm-hmm. let us in. <laughs> yeah. So
0: Dartmouth was the first one we saw, and everybody knows that drum set player is phenomenal.
1: Just killed it. In- Unbelievable. Obviously just ripping it. Super killer drum set. Killer talented. Just performing his heart out. Just incredible. And I think also Dartmouth is a consistent staple that you can take a show concept that might not be super abstract or just overly heady and intellectual and just nuance the hell out of it and make it super fun, super energetic, and be excellent at it. And so
0: this year's Dartmouth show, and anyone that knows, correct me in the comments, but it struck me as it might have been in terms of the battery, a little bit of a younger group. They looked younger, like younger high school kids across the board on average, at least. And it just shows like Tom just flexed his muscle and ability to read the ability of his group going into the season, write some right content that's achievable yet still effective and will compete well because I will say it was one of the more it was a little sparser of a Dartmouth battery book in terms of the content like vocabulary what they were playing but it worked well they played well they got to experience and learn what it sounds like to play clean and I guarantee they're going to be I bet if I'm right in my assumption they're younger this year a little bit they're going to be really good next year this Might be one of those they had a big graduating class last year. Um, I think they ended up dropping a spot to sixth, right?
1: Yeah, Center yeah. Grove uh passed
0: them, and honestly, from the tunnel, even Center Grove sounded pretty good, so good for them. Um, but yeah, they were good, they were great, just show produced to the nines, and then after them, we watched who went fourth was it Vista Marietta? Uh, Vista Marietta, uh, yeah, Mike, Mike Jackson, Jackson High School group. Yep, it's it's unreal how he gets the high school kids like that to do something similar to what Broken City does. You can definitely tell us that same kind of a design approach. And it's like you and I've said it before here too. It's super cool to watch high school kids achieve at a high level. And the fact that they get a high school to do shows and, play, and handle space like that, similar to, to what Broken City attempts and achieves to different degrees each year, is amazing super cool just mad respect yep very good i think they won the
1: visual caption if i remember looking at the recap right i would Um, believe that and And then avon
0: avon yeah i hate to say this because i don't like doing more than just praising because high school kids they're high school kids we don't i don't like to get super overly analytical about it it's just really highlight the excellence is kind of the goal um but I don't think Avon had their best run
1: finals night from a play, from a clarity standpoint. Dude, they I had, had an extremely challenging book too. Oh God. Uh, it, was, it was the hardest especially book. Especially the snare lines. It was, it was I, definitely the hardest. I will say they had the hardest, the, for the, sure. the highest level of difficulty um, in their book. It was a lot of risk, which, you know, great mm-hmm. risk, great reward. Yep. If you nail it, you nail it. Um, There's a couple moments that just didn't quite, quite pop off, but yep. it, Dude, I love seeing people go for that, though. Oh, yeah. In the risk factor, just, like, this is indoor percussion. This is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to push the envelope. We're supposed to take risk. We're supposed to push our kids, like, can you do this? Let's see. Yeah, we'll um, find out. So, And
0: yeah. the, I thought their battery, they had a lot. I saw a lot of the same faces in this year's drum line for them that I saw on the floor last year. And uh, I think Avon's going to be here to stay in terms of, The staff seems to have had two really well-designed competitive shows two years in a row now. Um, I just think they're going to be at the top of Scholastic World here for a little bit. So I'm excited to see what they do next year. And after that,
1: it was Ayala went next
0: because Chino Hills Uh, was in first. Yeah, Chino was in first. Ayala
1: went next with their show. I think it was called Past to the Future, like P-A-S-S-E-D, if I remember right. Uh, I don't remember. And, of course, just in true form,
0: I did not look it up before this.
1: Uh, but
0: uh, I Ayala ended up winning, which I feel like it was deserved. Um, the, the visual package of Ayala's show, just, like, the body, the stuff they did. Like, I, I, I leaned over and was like, oh, it's the Naruto run <laughs> at one point. <laughs> uh, but... They did it well. It was uniform. Was super cool, like sliding across the floor into certain
1: positions, and like it just the came integration off as of clean. the props, the way they utilized the props. Man, the performance level from those kids was just—I don't know—it was very, very special that night. And they—they they probably, they may have had my favorite or just most impactful show that I saw all weekend. It, it's um, up there for me for sure. I'll have to revisit that when we get back to the end. But it was just—it's it definitely so up there. I'm gonna find some lot videos and stuff
0: um to check out again dude their quad line best quad line in scholastic world those three kids can drum one of them made bd for
1: this coming summer right Uh, yeah i'm pretty sure but just overall all three of them like the sound quality that they play with was just so mature um the velocity in the in the hands just it's crazy crazy
0: crazy and then of course chino hills went on last and on finals day because they were in first after semis it's what you expect greatness it's just clarity clarity you you never think you're going to see out of high school kids. And I would say Ayala was on that level too in terms of clarity and um Did Chino Hills I don't I don't know if you have this in front of you. Did they win music or did Ayala win
1: music finals night? Uh I'm pretty sure Ayala won finals night okay. music. I looked at it earlier today but I don't remember so if I'm wrong, eh, whatever. whatever but I'm pretty uh, sure that I'm pretty sure they won every caption except visual okay. performance. Well, I
0: Chino Hills was great. Scholastic World's gotten so good; just it, groups just keep pushing the envelope of what you you don't think high school kids can do, and it just gets crazier and crazier every season. It's nuts. Oh, before I forget about this, another high school prelims day. Uh, we made sure we watched Dartmouth uh, on the prelim stream. Sparkman High School went right after them, and I had to watch like a replay or like rewind later because of work when they went on, and you were like, hey, watch Sparkman right after. These yeah. kids could play.
1: Yeah, really good show. And yeah. we actually got to meet some of those kids yeah. in the, the PIO lots, which yep. was cool. Um, they came up and introduced themselves. And for everyone that we talked to throughout the weekend, it was just awesome to meet people. I know we met some of the crew from uh, UMass and some folks from all over, uh, Calvin down at five as one base who runs that account obviously we ran back into robert i don't think i saw george all weekend though i did not um, see george anywhere
0: i don't know where he was running around definitely saw robert in the Connectus slot george was uh hiding um, in plain sight hey yeah. uh but yeah so after that let's jump into some ind- independent world stuff but we'll start with how our predictions panned out but <laughs> what i want to yeah. say is i do have a rant when we posted these we got people asking and questioning, like, how many of these groups have you seen? Have you ever and we said too during the predictions podcast, like, I haven't seen much from this group, so I have a tirade I think I applied to one
1: person zero.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I have a tirade about that. It is twenty twenty three. Every single independent world ensemble, and probably a lot of this a lot of the independent open groups that are competitive have your own YouTube channel. What are you doing? Everybody has one of these things in their pocket, an iPhone for the, those podcast listeners that can't see my hand. The cameras on them are insane. Have one of your like four snare techs in those independent world groups, pull your phone out, record some lot videos, take some rehearsal footage, take some, do, do some design team breakdowns of what your show is. Talk to us as an audience on YouTube. And I guarantee most groups have enough alumni You're going to get monetized pretty quickly. It's not going to take you two and a half years like it did us with this passion project. X has a YouTube channel already. Pulse has one. I've seen United do a few things recently, but it's simple. Film some lot videos. A lot of you have admin interns, have them do it. Have one of your five techs do it. It's super simple. And if you should be advertising yourself credit to Atlanta quest, they had media teams at all their lots. When the, Atlanta Quest was pushing their stuff out on the floor finals night, and there's this dude with a nice high quality camera, getting footage out on the floor as they're setting up for their finals run. Can they're gonna? I guarantee they're gonna put a hell of a video together, a promotional video, and put that shit on
1: YouTube. Oh yeah, and it makes sense. I mean, you can control your own narrative. You can put out what's good and what you can not put out what's not good. You can. Yep get your show concept out there. I think that that would be great. Like seeing more people digest, like this is our show. This is how we came up with it. This is what it means. This is what we're trying to tell. I mean, I think it would help me as a viewer just understand shows better. Um, In my rant on the prediction thing is I feel like there's this weird misconception that when we rank groups somewhere, people think that we don't like what they're doing or think that they're bad, which is not anywhere close to what it is or how we feel. I mean, when a group finishes well, like I'm happy for that group. Even I'm if happy that they even if they well. finished
0: 6 places higher or 10 places or
1: 5 places lower. If a group does something cool, good for them. It's
0: Celebrate. not like I'm happy
1: that so and so did bad or they beat someone else. We always compare this to filling out NCAA brackets. Yep. Like I've never seen Abilene Christian or Farley Dickinson play basketball. I'm going to go out uh, on a limb
0: and say nobody person. had until um, that tournament.
1: But, that's, but people still love filling out brackets, yeah. and that's kind of why we do the predictions. It's fun. It's all like just we love this activity. We love to just throw it out there. Uh, I told you maybe next year we find a way to create a bracket pool where people can fill out their own predictions, and then we reward certain like, oh, if you predict these groups correctly, obviously it would be anonymous for the people that submit them. But um, then figure out a way to calculate the points, uh, set up a tiebreaker if there's a tie, like whoever guesses closest to the correct uh, highest winning score, and then we like send out somebody like a gift card to a pad company or a music, online music store or something. I'd be thinking that'd be fun. Um, So, I mean, we're over here trying to be as objective as we possible while, while clearly realizing that we have our own bias, but... As we get into later, I think everybody's going to realize even the judges have bias, which is very clear from the recap. This activity Um, is subjective. Uh, Evan and
0: I were talking to – I even forget who we were. I've been Chris Gary. This is subjective music art competitive activity. This is not a basketball game where, oh, Team A put the ball in the hoop more times than Team B. Clearly, they won the game. And we'll show – we have breakdowns we're going to pull up here in a minute. Yeah. Prelims panel versus the different semis and finals panel. There's some stuff that's wild how different yeah. the panels were on stuff. It's so all I'm, on reads. Even judges yeah. ha- have a little bit of a bias based on their educational background, their marching experience, the instrument that was their primary percussion, whether marimba player, snare drummer, bass drummer. It is impossible to get that out of your, your upbringing like it, yeah. it's part of your how your ears are wired how your brain looks at the activity and they're very good at blocking that out but the reality is
1: nobody knows everything and nobody hears everything like i'm not surprised when people don't agree with us yeah. cuz honestly we, haven't seen like, everything. we shouldn't always agree no. uh, and the judges don't agree with themselves even literally some judges didn't agree with themselves from night to night night to night um and if the panels, it, it's kind of interesting because if the panels that judged had been just rearranged a little differently, Rhythm X would have won or RCC would have won. Yep. Uh, so like it was, it was pretty close. Like the spreads at the end, I don't think are quite indicative of how close it actually was. Um, I think I looked up that Rhythm X won five captions over the course of the weekend. Yep. Pulse won five captions. And RCC won four captions over the course of the weekend. So th- I know that adds up to 14, but there was a couple ties just due to, like, the way the prelims worked out with different rounds. But, yeah. So, so. so the
0: reality is who who the judging panel is year to year is going to help certain groups by default to some extent it based just on the experience and past of the judges on that
1: panel. It's because just... everybody's going to view a show in a different way. Yep. So. We were sitting. But...
0: We were sitting five rows, literally directly behind Giff Howarth Finals night. Oh we yeah, we got. We could hear everything. The same read he did, and I guarantee his ears picked up things that ours didn't, and we might have heard little things he didn't, because there's it, so much going on on an indoor drumline floor during a show. So many different textures, musical instruments, and the goal is to try to take the whole thing in. But the reality is, you're gonna look here instead of here right or left when you should have been looking right and miss this one night and hear this the next night. It's it's it is what it is. It's it's not team a put ball in hoop more than team B. It's just not it's
1: subjective. All and right. with that, we'll end that rant and we will yep. dive into our predictions list um, and go through that. And as well as just where everything finished. Yep. Let me switch us um, over.
0: We have more spreadsheets cause we're nerds. Uh, oh, I'll post see. all these spreadsheets
1: later. Yeah. Yeah. there will be I, places to see them. I went hard in the paint on the spreadsheets. Uh, let me share my screen. Um, with also, you. shout out to Team Ohio, who got four groups in finals, which was yep. pretty sick. Hmm. Can you see my screen on
0: your end? Have you pulled it up? can. Yeah. All right, cool. We are good. You're not seeing our logo anymore. It's transitioned back. So, So um, yeah. just like I said before in our predictions podcast, the one prediction I did get right, or one of them, <laughs> is we got at least half of our predictions
1: wrong. <laughs> Probably, Definitely more than half completely wrong. Uh, the way I color-coded it was if we guessed the exact placement or guessed one-off from where they finished, I counted it as like kind of a win. Yeah, um, We're going to give ourselves gr- a little leeway, but yeah, those are the, the ones that we nailed do feel good. It does <laughs> feel kind of good. Those are the green boxes, the one that we nailed or we got one-off. If we were two placements off, I counted it as blue. And then, obviously, there's a lot of white boxes that we just flat out missed. Yeah. So, So basically,
0: what you're looking at is column C here, Evan's predictions. E is mine. G is what actually happened. Finals night. Well, obviously, 16 through 20 is what happened. Semis night. Below that is what prelims, you get the idea. On the right, Evan pointed out, because we looked at this stuff, uh, if you just look at just the music score on prelims night – we were a lot more accurate in our predictions, which, which is makes not sense. super
1: surprising because we kind of biasly lean towards like playing, just like, the clarity. W- yeah. We're talking about who's playing cleaner, who's playing harder, tougher
0: battery stuff. You know, we're getting better at looking at front ensemble content and clarity and achievement. So it made sense that our music, the, the music scores on prelims, when everyone went in order, w- w- lined up a little more. We still got stuff wrong. So let's start. Let's yeah. start. At the pre the prelims groups. Oh yeah, we got um, a ton wrong.
1: Um, obviously yep, shout tons. out one thing that jumps off the page is I two, who uh, oh, ended yeah. up being I think sixteenth. Yep. Um Got reclassified this year into world class. Was super successful. We saw them drumming in the lot. Um, very solid playing. Just solid fundamentals. Uh, obviously really good teaching and reception to the feedback going on there. Um, yeah, I was gonna take that opportunity you bringing that up. If I two. Is
0: not a a big green sign telling every group stop trying to do too much. (laughs) I2 was designed as an open class show, they got promoted and they got 16th freaking place. But their book was easier, their approach, their exercises were easier. Uh, did they have seven snares or eight snares? It was eight, right? I believe they had eight. Okay. Ever since RCC won with seven, why is everybody insisting on, like, oh, we have to go nine? Dude, you finished 23rd last year. Go seven and be cleaner. Or 10. Like, you got to have a unique situation to go 10. And honestly, if you're not one of those year after year finishing top 10, top top eight groups, go eight.
1: Josh Bricky says eight is great. Seven is heaven. There it is. Like, and I think that that same sentiment like extends to the other sections as well. Yes, um, four. Quads. Although it did seem like it was year of the year of six bass drums. So, but. is
0: that becoming the norm? <laughs> bass techs or maybe bass drummers, visual like, people
1: just really like that too for the way it sets up drill. But, who knows? So. Who knows? But, but
0: the reality is, if you want to be as competitive as possible, you know, I, I already mentioned RCC one with seven snares. I too. Took like ten. Just take ten percent off the top. Take ten percent off your battery book. Be cleaner. Don't. I, I. I know you want to make investments for the future, but if you think you have a solid ensemble that season, just find another spot in the ensemble for that last snare drummer, or send them to a different group that you you know people at. Something. Competitively speaking, I too should be the biggest example to everyone. Take 10, 15% off the top, for lack right. of a better way to put it.
1: Also, uh, one thing to note here, uh, Thesis was in 22nd overall. Yes. But they had a penalty, I heard, due to a prop malfunction or breaking. Yeah. And without that penalty, they would have been in 19th place and been that's, in semifinals. That's the uh, worst Which is way. a pretty heartbreaker. But yep. um, shout out to Thesis for, For I think this is their first year in World. Yep. and putting together a semifinals caliber show and performance. Also, just what they improved from a design standpoint and a playing standpoint from year one to year two was crazy, pretty incredible. Crazy. Um, a pretty huge leap for them. I'm definitely a group to keep your eye out for moving forward as far as just improving. And I also found out that since they would have been 19th, that means that there would have been a tie yeah, this is for dumb. 20th between this is Dark dumb. Sky and Red Wave. And I assumed, like, oh, there would have been, if there was a tie, they would have just taken 21 groups in the semis. Well, no. Nope. Apparently, the setup is that before prelims ever start, groups draw numbers. And if there is an event of a tie that eliminates a group, the group who pre-drew the higher number gets in. And I thought that that was, like... I was like, man, that rule has to change. Like That is dumb. Either one, they should just take both groups, because yep. there's more than enough time. I that mean, I think we it. saw with the rain delay that they can make it happen. They can just change the schedule there's not something else going on at the arena in the middle of the day or if there's a tiebreaker or if there's a tie make the tiebreaker the group that scored higher in music because it's a music caption and that is a caption that kind of reflects the playing and the ability and the execution of the performers it's not like a quote-unquote design caption so like i feel like that's a rule that has to change like why are we drawing numbers just make a tiebreaker who had the higher music box yeah or I really just
0: like take twenty one into finals that year or semifinals. Yeah, like just do that. It isn't that big of a deal. Like I don't know. It's like imagine to have if a coin you flip.
1: imagine if you tied for fifteenth going in for finals. Maybe that's different. Maybe, but imagine if you tied for fifteenth and like, well, you you drew a lower number. You drew so a lower number, so your your kids aren't going to
0: finals. Like, there would be fist fights. That's heartbreaking. Staffs would be like barging down the, the door to the judging communities, like their room, the hospitality room and stuff. It's just stu- it's stupid. Yeah. Um, Propose right. that in June. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. All right. So <laughs> in going. terms of the actual predictions, um, we got – the one thing we did get pretty right is – who was not going to make semis? Who was not going to make finals? Our ordering, and we kind of p- talked about this a little bit in the predictions podcast. The order we had them in wasn't correct, but where the general area in the rankings we had most groups was pretty close. Super there were off few, on NBI. There were a few um, hard misses. Um, yeah, super I had off gold on Red pretty Wave. right. I had I was one off on gold. Evan had gold really wrong. Uh, we both had I two uh, really wrong. Pretty wrong. wrong mbi but again mbi there was nothing on the internet <laughs> yeah what are we put supposed out to do more <laughs> have your have your quad tech take a video put it on youtube like like um, a show video we got uh, red wave i think pretty wrong uh yeah. yeah we both had red wave pretty wrong they were like five places higher um we talking gold flux i had flux really wrong um the last five group red line was a big miss
1: yeah thesis actually would have been pretty close without the penalty um, they would have
0: been in semis and we both had yeah. them in semis so i would have no. had them two off but yeah uh, i was would have been three off but either way red line was a big miss but red line was under one of those there wasn't a lot of stuff from later in the season there was some really early stuff but even the video quality wasn't great like the show wasn't done the show wasn't done so what do, what do we do with that I yeah. went off the group's history, the one or two old videos. Uh, we, we got Dark Sky moving up into semifinals. We nailed Blue Knights, so that was cool. Uh, we nailed Blue Knights. Um, I think that was the only one we actually, you know, we got, was there? Uh,
1: there was one up higher that we, <laughs> we got completely right. Cap City, we got yeah, right. Yeah, well, we'll get into finals um... in a
0: minute. But um, Blue Knights, we pretty much hit the nail on the head. That might have been dumb luck. A blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while, you know, one of those things. Uh, the old broken clock analogy, but it's it's just put your own stuff out, please. <laughs> Obviously, selfishly, we're asking, please, but you can make money for the ensemble off of it, and like it's yeah. advertising and recruiting for future seasons. So Pay for an equipment truck, yeah. Um. So yeah, NBI, big miss. Top of the big miss is there. Let's get into finals and how that kind of p- played out. So first things first, neither you or I had Conexus in finals. And pretty big miss. You know, they were in
1: 12th, I think, after prelims. Is that what it was? Uh, I have the oh, – uh, let's see here. I don't uh, – you'd have to go to the other spreadsheet, and I'll tell you what they were in. But in semis, I know that they finished, let's see, 12th. Okay, so, so we – I had them in 17. You had them in 16.
0: I will say in our defense, if you go listen to the previous podcasts before finals – We both said they were in that group of, like, five or six groups on the bubble.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that there's people that just – I'm sure there's people that only look at the the picture and don't actually listen to the podcast, but that's fine.
0: I know of one person right now that I know didn't listen and definitely (laughs) just looked at the spreadsheet, but I will not – Oh, yeah, for sure. I will not call them out. Um, So, Connexus was a miss on getting into finals. Uh, Dark Sky, you and I were higher on Dark Sky than – I don't know if they didn't play super well uh or what it was but they they made semis um not 19th tied with uh with red wave there so barely made it into semis I don't really know I didn't get a chance to see their show on the floor um that was a big miss in terms of who was going to make finals we did get we got cap city 100% right um, As we do this, do you want to just talk about the shows a little bit? Yeah, we can do that. Um, let's start. Uh, vigilantes, I guess, because they were 15th at the end, so yeah, they ha- yeah, go they ahead. had
1: a massive penalty. I think they actually would have been in 14th without the penalty. Um, uh, I think but so, yeah. I completely 100% support what they did. I mean, they made sure they got the sound working. Yep, um, they're having issues with the electronics, but at that point, you're in finals. You the can't... worst you can get is 15th. They were all, I were already in 14th.
0: Oh, we dropped one spot. Let's take the. I think they took like five, six,
1: seven minutes to get it figured out. Like it was a long time. Would have completely done the exact same thing. I mean, get everything working. Have a great run. It's the last one. Make it a good one. So, like, credit to those members because,
0: uh, and we'll get into this when we look at the recaps. But Omar had him in ninth in music, despite them standing there pseudo awkwardly as their staff figured out the sound issues. They Able still stay loose. I thought they played really well. The clarity was there. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see where GIF uh, had him, But Omar, I know that stood out to me when I was looking at the recap. Omar had him in ninth, and I just credit to them for keeping their calm, enjoying the moment, rising to the occasion, dealing with the adversity, and still having a hell of a playing run. And so their show, I, it's, it's still even in person, kind of came off as drums in the gym. It seemed yeah, like a step in the right direction, still yeah. compared to last year. More body happening, more of an indoor show, um, but I like what they do. I like the way they play. The drums sound good. It's similar to what Rennick look and feel of Rennick lines. Uh, right. I'm a fan. Have been a fan since last year, really, and probably and will continue to be a fan. Uh, but yeah, Cap City. I think their show hurt them a lot in terms of
1: yeah. Like I did say, like I did say on the other. Um, Predictions podcast. I think that there was something to be said about groups who consistently make finals and know what it takes to make finals. Mm-hmm. They made a pretty, I, I would say re- very recognizable, many changes that I saw like with the drill, with the music, with the staging, yeah. even with like the props and the way that they had them colored and the borders on the props and things like that. So I think that they made a bunch of really smart, uh, adjustments to the show that ultimately helped them stay into finals um, and not drop, drop out. Yep. So kudos to them for, you know, doing what they had to do, making the changements and changes and getting better. I thought
0: they had a pretty solid finals run. i mean, honest. Yeah, I
1: think uh, somebody from, that was from a playing us,
0: standpoint, I thought they played pretty, there were some moments that really popped and it was good. Yeah.
1: I think somebody that was sitting around us or w- with one of our friend groups was like, that's a 15th place group. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like in a good way, like, Yeah, in okay. a positive note. Just <laughs> yeah, f- further
0: proof that the average of the activity just continues to get better. Um, so, yeah, again, we got – I had – starting in terms of predictions, I had Vigilantes in 11th, you said 13th. Um, I will find – I do find it funny that if you look at – I think Vigilantes ended up 12th in music overall, finals night. So we split the difference there, if I'm right about that, when we go look at the recaps here in a few –
1: uh, do you have, have it in front right of you? Here. What uh, was their they music? They were 13th in music overall. Vigilantes. So, but, yeah. And also, without the penalty, it would have been 14th. But, yeah. So, it is, yeah. There's that. I again, counted it as is.
0: Yep. Again, we had Cap City right across the board. 13th. Again, you had Vigilantes. I had Atlanta Quest. Uh, Atlanta Quest technically finished 13th. Uh, so, I didn't actually, without uh, Connexus' penalty, get that right
1: because uh, connexus also had a timing penalty right uh i'm not sure what it was for but they had a penalty they I mean, had a I penalty sure. so i'm assuming it, it was time because it was hefty one point but yeah if you if you
0: take the penalty away from connexus they actually got 11th they jumped yep. pow after semis so again credit to them and that means i got atlanta quest 100 percent correct and speaking of atlanta quest no no
1: no no you can't can it like that we're going we're going off what happened
0: I'm not we'll, we'll a, accept the I'm caveats, not, but I'm not making predictions based on if penalties are going to happen. I want to see what it true. played out without, oh, they took two more minutes. I don't care. The judges still evaluated them in this order. Just saying. All yeah. right. So, Atlanta Quest, I thought it was an amazing bounce back year. After right. not making pre uh, making semis last season, they drew dead first. It's never a good time for whoever has that spot. Uh, did not play out play well for the play play out well. God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the battery had a really good run. That timpani moment where he's doing, like, the pitch adjustments and stuff. Oh, yeah. Just very, very Super cool. cool. Very memorable moment, obviously. And um, I would argue the battery, pro- I think TJ
0: might agree with this, too. The battery, I think, had their best well, run of the season. I-
1: yeah, yeah, they had a really, really good run. I knew after the open and snare break, and then they do that like detail moment uh-huh. where it's like a full ensemble and it stayed locked in. I was like, all right, they're going to have a good show. This is, and they just stayed in there. They were in the zone. They they didn't like AQ the AQ base bump. The they, AQ base the bump. Credit
0: to maturity of players in the sense of sometimes you'll see groups start really well out of the gate, and it's almost like they surprise themselves and they're like, oh, God, we're playing really well. Don't screw up. And then they screw it up. Like they yep. kept their cool the whole time, maintained the execution and clarity all the way through. Um, it was cool. It was very Be fun on to the watch out
1: for that, uh, for that in season montage.
0: Yeah. Cause I'm sure it's coming. They had a, some, some legit cameras on the floor that night, uh, recording everything from their media team. So yeah, great year for Atlanta Quest after a, a mediocre year, the season before a year that didn't pan out the way they wanted it to, obviously. Um, uh, Above them, Pow was eleventh. Uh, I had Pow in twelfth, which is a- again where they actually finished. Um, and you had Pow in tenth, so we we're both pretty close on that one. Pow is—we made this joke. It's like the joke between like Pow's just like the benchmark. It's like there's tenth place. They're always gonna be really. <laughs> they're, good, always and right they're always right there. I was gonna be in finals. So it's like right there. <laughs> right there. It's uh, I'm sure you'll see a lot of those members in Pulse next year because I saw people it's... in Pulse that were in Pow last year. Uh, so it is what it is. Good for them. Uh, just
1: solid quality across the board. Let's see. Uh, then we had Matrix, which actually Matrix, uh, uh, without their GMU... penalty. GMU? Oh, GMU in tenth. Yep. Uh, they definitely had the crowd on their side. Oh yeah, GMU um... show was fun as hell. Definitely had the crowd. Probably one of the crowd favorites, I would assume. Just probably, or at least from the crowd response. Just I would say them and Kinexis, laughing, giving it up. Them um, and
0: Kinexis had great crowd response.
1: Yep. Um, then we had Matrix, who was ninth. They would have been eighth without the penalty. I don't know what that penalty was for. Which means I got that one right too.
0: Um, like I said, speaking of Matrix, they're just going to be there. They're going to yeah. find a way. They're going vi- to have great visual, vi- great visual effects. Even if you don't think they're going to be there, they're going to be there.
1: The hardest thing for me with that show was, like, hearing the front. Um, It was tough at times. Like, there would Uh, be parts where the Marambas were just, like, ramming notes. I'm like, I can't hear this. And, like, if I was sitting in a bad spot, I would be like, all right, this is where I'm sitting. But we were not sitting in a bad spot. There was – no, like I said, we were basically right behind Giff Howarth. Um,
0: I looked over at you at one point and – there was a moment where the props are down the fifty, essentially. The batteries on the side, side two. two, side of the floor, and the marimbas are out on the floor on side one. Marimbas and vibes, front front ensemble keyboards. The battery is ramming. You can see the front is ramming. I looked at you and I was like, how how can we not hear the front right now? Like yeah, what it is, was tough. What is it happening? How is this possible? They're playing to their <laughs> eyeballs. Like, and so there was some weird stuff like that, but overall Matrix does what Matrix does. Great visual every year. The show makes sense. Sometimes they beat you over the head with it a little too much in terms of like, this is what our show is about. Like Fred Flintstone, here's my Billy, like my club (laughs) hit you in the head with it, but that is what it is. Um, they're a staple of World. They do their thing, and it, and it does usually I mean, you really never well. don't
1: understand what it's about. That's true. You always <laughs> know
0: what their show's about. Um, yeah. So they, uh, let's they were, see here. We, we thought they'd be there, and they were there. So uh, Monarch is next. Yeah, Monarch was eighth. Yeah. Um, I was a little too high on them, it seems. Um, you were a little too low. Oh, no, you would have gotten them right. You got them right in ninth.
1: Yeah, without the um, penalty so to speak no they didn't have a penalty no wait, wait, oh, without well matrix, matrix it,
0: all yeah. right yeah 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 okay. they would have been in ninth so you technically got um, them right dude on the, the
1: clarity on the and the approach to the instrument the touch that they play the, with the as touch a battery, is the key
0: word there the battery touch um, is the key word there for me
1: they also had probably one of the more rem- memorable memorable front ensemble moments uh for me uh where they had that split keyboard part on the vibes, where they were doing the muffles with the the single mm-hmm. mallet in the hands, playing on the edges of the keys. Very cool. I was like, I was like, I don't know if I've ever seen that. Um, maybe, obviously, I'm not always in tune with that, but it was just very memorable to me, and I thought it was really cool.
0: Yep, would agree. I was a fan of Monarch from the very beginning of the season, as you can see in my prediction on them being sixth. A little too high on them, and uh, we'll get to why, uh, how I was so wrong on the sixth... <laughs> 5th place group, excuse me, in the end. But we hit United on the head. We we got United 100% right. We, we both had them in 7th. They ended up in 7th. And that was one of those groups. Them and GMU, again, back to, you're a top 10 group, YouTube channel. We, <laughs> we hadn't seen, like, there were a couple, like, videos off to the side or, like, poor cell phone recordings of, of them. Like, we had no idea. Like, random reels or... YouTube shorts of united from weird angles. I was like, are they good? Are they not good? I have no idea. Yeah. So um we just said, you know, 7th, the book seems hard. Is it's it very is. beefy, very beefy show. They always play that east coast just play to their eyeballs, just go for it. And They're I like, I appreciate uh, it. I appreciate Did <laughs> the, the
1: heritage f- uh, single five eat it 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 with the left hand accent. Uh-huh. I was like,
0: all right. It was a staple of their show this year for sure, but I I actually um the Powers That Be, I think was their show name, right?
1: Uh I think that is right. Yeah. With the yeah, the Powers That Be. It was cool. Be. Those those great necklaces necklaces and stuff this. that the neck I I gimmically said like the Spider-Man show with great respo- or great power comes great yeah. responsibility cuz I mean, it's a famous quote from Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, but no, I I enjoyed
0: United uh, uniforms but <laughs> that is what it I, that's half the groups. I'm not a fan of the uniform, or I guess now you call them costumes because they're not really uniforms anymore. The if costumes, we're being honest.
1: Man. It's but, more like theater with uh drumline. I don't know.
0: Music dance. theater on the floor. Music with, theater on yeah, the floor. Yeah, there's like dance elements now and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. Moving on to the hottest topic of the top ten, I would say, of the fact that Infinity ended up beating MCM. Now, before we get into talking about why that that happened or uh, Infinity, I don't even want to categorize them as a big miss for me because obviously you can see I have them in tenth. There was a miss for Evan too; he had him in eighth, and I didn't know they they were similar to United a little bit for me. Of I didn't know what to make of them. I'd seen video clips from weird angles that sounded really good, some that sounded really bad. I didn't know. Like I made the statement before; I thought their book was too hard and maybe again they might have finished even higher if they had taken 10% off the top. And that but either way, they had a fifth place finish, like credit all credit to them and the members and the staff and the design team. But I I put them in 10th in that like out of the traditional top 5, like that 6 through 10 group range. I didn't know what to do with them. I was like I literally had no clue how good or not good or how clean or not clean they were. I knew I liked their show, and I liked their show even more after seeing it in person, but I had no clue how well they played going into Saturday. Really.
1: Uh, yeah, that show was just, man, that show was super clever. Um, just, it had like a bunch of, just like that show, just like the a, time show. It had a bunch of multi-layered visual ideas, um, just things that were really cool. Um, that whole idea with the bass drums, where the visual cast member gets taken over by the prop and it dumps off the, the bass drum on the other side. I love that. And moment. then the that bass whole drums like kind of do drill. And then the bass drums come together visually. And then the props come together visually too on the other side. Um, just things like that are, they were super clever and probably them. And I'll talk a little bit more about this. Probably them and RCC and rhythm X had the three most like memorable shows. Like the ones I'm still thinking about today. Yep. Um, of independent world and then i would also like like i said lump ayala into that as well but those three groups probably had the shows that that i am just still like thinking about which i think is the marks of a a really strong product yeah so here's the question then
0: i'll ask this question here at what point because infinity got six last year right is that right no no seventh i think they were lower really
1: uh keep talking and i'll look it up
0: yeah so either way obviously now we've had it it's happened in the past. I think Matrix beat Rhythm X one year, like 2017. In se- 17. So it's happened before where one of your, your traditionally top five groups has been beaten. Obviously, Infinity had a hell of a show last year. They had a hell of a show this year. Um, I watched a few lot videos too, just to really take in how well they played. Because um, obviously, you can read we could read it well on the floor at finals, but they played really well. The book difficulty, I'd say, is getting to the point where it's on par with what the rest of the top the, the top five are doing. At what point would we consider it a top six? Do they have to beat? They have well, to it's finish almost... at least sixth a few years in a row. Have well, like... so?
1: Last year, United was sixth, and this year, and you, Infinity was seventh. And then this year, you basically swapped them. Um, well, Infinity jumped up to five, and yeah. United stayed in seventh. But it's almost become like a an after the break gap, um, yeah, a little bit. Like a top. And what I mean by almost. that is like there's eight, 15 groups in finals. You go on the first eight go on, fifteen through eight, and then they take a break, and then the top seven go on. Yeah, it, it's almost become like an after the break gap a little bit. So we've kind of stretched so uh, for out of just having like a top five tier. I would extend that then. Do we just have
0: a top set? Do we just just Talk about the big seven at this point, and you include United and, you, and Infinity because we've had two years in a row where the top I seven. Think it's inter- I has think it been interchanges a
1: little bit though, because sometimes Matrix in six, seven, um, and one of those other groups is kind of like shifted around. Yep. But I mean, I do think that Infinity, I've said this last year, I thought that they should have been in fifth last year. Yep. Um, and obviously, think- they were in fifth this year. So, I mean, they're definitely up there in the conversation with the after the break groups, like they could finish high so yeah uh,
0: at what point i mean yeah I, I i'm on board with like united's usually in the conversation they, they have they're strong every year uh infinity's been really strong recently you know matrix is in and out of that top seven conversation um i was just, i just wanted to, to pose the question of like is there a point where it becomes because when, when someone says the big five you know exactly who you're talking about you're gonna, from year to year, you're going to have some jumbling between that United, Infinity, Matrix, GMU, Monarch, that, like, group of ensembles. But, yeah, I feel like if there was a group that consistently was at least in sixth, and you started to see, like, I think after prelims, the gap between, like, fifth and sixth was, like, multiple points in um... overall
1: scores. I don't remember I because uh, we were talking actually, about have, prelim scores big well, time. Well, we'll look that up. I have a spreadsheet for that.
0: Yeah, we have spreadsheets <laughs> for everything. So I um, just I just thought it would be an interesting conversation piece. Like, are we getting to a point where the 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 activity is improving so much
1: where it's not really just like your big four, your big in five? In semis, there was a gap from six to seven for sure. Like, How big? Almost two, almost two points.
0: So what, what was the gap between fifth to sixth on prelims? Do you have that in front of you? No, but it's on that other tab. All right, hold on. Let's go ahead and just switch. So basically, as we said, we got over half of them wrong. The general area groups finished in, we got pretty right. Um, there were a handful we hit the nail on the head with, but it's a crapshoot. It's like an NCAA bracket. It's it's even more sub- – It's basketball, there's no subjectivity. Mine is outside of like one or two referee calls, this is even harder. Yeah, Based before we go, before
1: we go to that and continue that like top 6 talk or whatever. Um uh obviously there was MCM. Um their run it sounded weird. It almost sounded like there was like a microphone left on at first. Yeah, we were talking about um, that. We were kind of looking around like what is no, it sound it just because it sounded kind of
0: peculiar. You you um, watched a lot of videos of MCM from that night. Sounds pretty good. You watched videos from a couple weeks ago. Sounds pretty good. I mean, their opening phrase after the sound effect stuff, it was funny. I, I was in a position in my seat to see Evan and Chris Gary, who's also a Bluecoats Blue X snare drum alum uh, from the time that Evan marched and a little bit before that. All of our heads, we were, were having the same reaction. We were like, oh, oh no. Oh, It was like we weren't saying anything, but you could see it in our like, we were blinking a lot. Like what is, this is not, something seems off. And then at a point in their performance, things really cleaned up a lot. So I don't know if they just came out cold or if there was some weird tech stuff. They left that reverb sound effect thing on right. for, for a few minutes of the show, and it made the snare drums sound. Because the quasi and basses sounded good most of the yeah. show. I mean, uh, and
1: then you had Broken City, who, um, I mean, when it's locked in, it's great. Uh, oh, yeah. but obviously, it's super, super demanding, um, super exposed. I will say, when they came on, I started to like notice a trend that a lot of the quad lines were kind of hard to hear. Like the quads were just tuned real low. Um, yeah, really up until RCC and Pulse and X. You thought, like you I, thought, I was going to say, I heard X's quads just fine. Yeah, I couldn't hear the quads. Um, X, there was like, and obviously this is very a battery centric read, but. I think I heard two small ticks in the entire show. I I could um, point
0: two out. If I watch the video, there are two ticks that I heard.
1: I know uh, one of them was in standpoint. that like uh, call and response moment where the snares of yep. like, like the fives. Yeah, um, the second group of singles. the, of the, snares, the attack. And then there was like one other tiny one, but like other than that, I thought that they pristine. freaking roped it. Pristine. Um, and then actually, just the previous, I had my phone. When we were doing this, I had my phone pulled up to my ear because one of the uh, like snare drummers was posting uh, clips from Jeff Prospery's tape where he's like, this is the cleanest thing I've heard all night. <laughs> yeah, there's some pretty cool quotes
0: from Prospery's um, uh, prelims uh, tape. Uh, but on as an aside, I've told uh, some people they should take the Prospery tape and overlay it over like the finals run.
1: Yeah, he said it's the cleanest thing he heard all night and just – the snares had a perfect run that was prelims which is kind of indicative of that score yep. um, rcc i thought the violin texture was sick It was um, awesome The I... opening the opening drum set tempo moment, moment that's my um, favorite
0: opening to any show f-
1: from the entire year and then like the rotating idea they kind of slow the tempo down and then they do that like group of chellarondo And the prop starts rotating and like the members just kind of feed off of it and they dump off the props. Like that's just a very well-crafted and well-executed moment Uh, from a visual design and visual effects standpoint. I was like, man, this is sick. Yeah.
0: But yeah, and as you can see, we're back from the bathroom break now, but uh, (laughs) RCC... I've liked the music package all year. I said it a minute ago. The timpani drum set opening is freaking incredible. It was cool and loved loved it every time I saw it. I have to give credit to their snare line here. They might be the most improved subsection from start to finish. I'm not. They weren't bad at the beginning of the season at all, but I didn't expect the level of clarity they'd achieved at finals. So good on them. There were plenty of moments that sounded great. From the snare line the quad line is phenomenal They the quad line was good all year in my opinion uh same with the baseline was solid uh the snare line was cool i really enjoyed it uh the drum tuning was good kudos snare techs whoever tuned them that they were they y- you can tell their snare line put in work go watch their first video from the year i think with george collins or robert martinez has it from like february or something they they put you can tell they put in work, so it was awesome. It was great to watch, enjoyable. Their show was really cool. Um, obviously, I had we had X winning, but RCC almost jumped Pulse for the record. For those that didn't know, yeah, we'll R- talk about that here. More R- in a RCC almost know. won, um, but I don't know if I would have agreed with that. But the top three was all great. I enjoyed pulse. We'll talk about Pulse now, but I enjoyed RCC a lot. I loved X this year. Thought that, I thought X had the best battery across the board, if I'm being honest. Maybe not the best baseline,
1: but their baseline was still really good. Um, no, the best baseline would for sure be uh, it'd have to be settled out in the lot between yeah. um, Atlanta Quest, Quest and, and Pulse. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> true. Yeah, <laughs> That AQ but, baseline
0: uh, live, if you didn't get a chance to see it, you missed out. They were yeah, man. phenomenal. All right, um, Pulse. Pulse is, I'll let you say this, what we said <laughs> as they were setting
1: up on the floor, but it kind of just sums it up for you. Well, I was, like, talking to, like, our friend group, and they were coming up, and I was like, I know they're getting ready to play well. Like, you just yeah. know it's going to happen. There's no question in there's your mind. There's never a question. You just know um, they're going
0: to come out. It's like, there's no, like, when X came out for their performance, I was like, obviously, I'm a little more invested in wanting them to do well competitively, admittedly. and But at the same time, you're like, I know that X's book was hard. I'm like, all right, they're going to do it. They're going to throw it down. Like I was pretty sure they were going to, and they did. But they did throw down. You you had the little bit of a question mark. You are like, it might not happen because of some of the risks they take. Whatever. But Pulse just comes out, and you are like, you almost like a calm comes over you. You are just like, all right, cool. This is just going to be enjoyable. I am going to hear some clean, clean beats, some really clean drill. It's going to be great.
1: To me, I kind of liken it to the same sensation I have watching. Uh, team Rennick ensembles like Paul yeah. and Sandy. Like you know it's gonna be great. They There's have no a system, they have the talent, they have like an established pipeline of like experience that feeds into them. It's like I just... said, I saw many members of Pulse this year,
0: in the battery at least, that were for sure in POW last year. So, so
1: yeah. Good it, on I them. Mean, it was great. It was yep. it was super clean. Super um, clean. Yeah. That's all you really say about it. I mean,
0: the shows work, they know how to operate in this world. That's been built from a, from a judging standpoint to compete well on top of executing extremely well every year, year in and out. So it's just fun. It's fun to watch them do what they do. And I will say on the visual side of things, I meant, we've said a few times, we watch prelims at our respective houses in Kentucky on the flow stream. I watched Pulse, I watched Pulse Connexus X was the order they performed in in prelims. And I obviously am very invested as a snare drummer to listening to how the battery is playing and judging the ensembles. Like on that, I'm constantly trying to get myself to get out of that and take those blinders off. But at the end of the day, Pulse made me do that without even thinking about doing it. And what I mean is, God, they're visually clean. I was sitting there watching the stream and and I'm sitting there, I just go, wait a minute, I have to stop just listening. Use my, like, it, They made me use my eyeballs, and now my brain just went, that's so aesthetically pleasing. Like holding that perfect form across the floor, The fo- some follow the leader thing was going on or whatever. It's like they execute drill so well. And if they hadn't, X would have won prelims. Right. Because visual is why X didn't win prelims. Correct. But with that segue, let's move over to the.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I want to start this. So we're going to break down some of these recaps, and I we are not. Pardon the numbers. are looking at a
0: massive spreadsheet right now. Yeah, we're not some.
1: trying to argue that anyone didn't deserve what they got. Um, yeah. And I, I'm not necessarily even saying that I completely disagree with the judges, but what I am saying is I don't understand. Um, Correct. I would actually love anyone in the judging community who judges wgi dci especially wgi since that's what we're talking about to just like reach out and i want to talk to them not necessarily on the podcast like if they want to do a podcast great but i just want to understand because there's some stuff in here that i just don't understand even like reading through score sheets and the vocabulary that's on them i don't understand Yep. Um so you made this spreadsheet despite me being the
0: data analyst by trade during the day. <laughs> uh, I'll let you kind of guide us through this and I'll
1: move us around the spreadsheet comment where needed, but Yeah, so this one I just obviously in semifinals and finals you get a breakdown of the ordinals and the scores 1 through 15 run through 20. Uh, it's not always like that on the WGI website just because they do two different rounds. Um so what I did was I put them all in order. Um based on their ordinals overall for all 31 groups. Um, If it's highlighted yellow, that means they won the caption. There are some ties because there were some duplicates. Like right off the bat, you can see there in Miscari's um, visual GE, go back to the left, go back to the left. um, There was a tie for second between RCC and Pulse for his caption. They went on in different rounds. RCC was in the first round. Pulse was in the second round. Um, So if it's silver, that means they finished second in that caption. If it's orangish bronze that means they finished third in that caption and i was just kind of curious to see like where things panned out um as far as the numbers and the ordinals uh x ended up winning three of the captions in prelims um they won music ge visual ge and the music caption um and like you could say oh they went on on different rounds blah 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 which is true but i think it is of note that them and pulse went almost back to back like Pulse went, then Connexus went, then Rhythm X went. So that's yep. a pretty, it's a pretty close they read. You saw them right um, next to each other. So actually, like in, like I was just listening a second ago, I said to Prospery's tape, and he was like, obviously his number reflects that as he had a 0.4 spread between him and second. He said, that's the cleanest thing I've heard all night. You guys are special. Um,
0: That's a direct quote quote from the tape. You can
1: go to to David Ware's um, Instagram. Well, by the time this releases, it won't be on there, but it's on his story. So it is what it is. Um, It was on there. And then, so I just kind of wanted to see where everybody fell as far as their overall ordinal and where they were placed. Um, So, yeah. Let's see here. Any other specifics you want to scroll over? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you can kind of see too what I had done. I actually organized this spreadsheet also. I think by subtotal, so you could see where Thesis was at nineteenth. Let me scroll down a bit. Uh, so yeah, there's nineteen, and then below that there should be like a twenty twenty for Dark Sky and uh, yep, and Red Wave. Which, yep. if it were me, um, like I said. That rule needs to change. I think it's silly. Like whoever is in twentieth, they should they should just both get in, or at least make the tiebreaker like the music. My, the music my vote is they
0: both get in. Yeah,
1: just put them have twenty one in semis that year. So, but those two groups ended up tying for nineteenth with the thesis penalty, so they didn't have that. They didn't have an issue. Um, but yeah, I was just curious to see where things landed. And, All right, so uh, the, the I'll, next... I'll post this. I'll post yeah, this, yeah. too.
0: Um, it'll be on this, – this one's too big for Instagram. Nobody will be able to read it. It'll be on <laughs> Facebook, so if you still use Facebook nowadays, we are on there. Go follow. You'll be able to look at this yourself. Uh, but the next thing we're going to look at is a little less of an assault on the eyes. This is a little bit cleaner of a sheet in terms of it it's shows smaller. you the group's prelims breakdown – semis and finals so you can see how things shifted between the two panels as well as we've highlighted in red things that just don't really make sense so so zoom
1: out just a touch here okay so obviously you can see i put the ordinal placements for each night the music ge prelims music ge semis music ge finals it's all there um if something is filled in in red, like the boxes filled in, that means that those people judged the same caption but just kind of read the show different. Um, and then so that means that they had like a, a difference of four placements, obviously, like that Atlantic Quest Visual GE. Somebody had them in 12th, somebody had them in Visual GE 29th. Those people saw two completely different completely shows. Completely different shows. Um, I don't know how that happens, frankly. And if then if it's circled in red, like the boxes are outlined. Those are the same judges that from semis to finals just read completely different shows. Um, I wanted to do it with a complete subcaption breakdown, but it just, the sheet was like too crazy. That one at the top uh, with X and RCC, I just thought that was interesting that they completely flip flopped. I don't know. Uh, um, From semis to finals. Hold the phone. (laughs) X won music on semis? Still? Um, it, with that judge, Omar had them. So Omar had him in first in semis, and uh, so Omar had him in first in semis, and then Giff had them third in semis, and then they dropped them to third and seventh respectively. Which, so some of those things don't don't make sense to me. Um, if you if you look at the sub captions, like Mystique from s- semis to finals, like. Let's see here. They were third four, third five, and in then music? third yeah, seven, was, third seven. Are you talking in about music? music? Okay. And then X and semis was four one six three and then seven three eight six. And I am not sure how you can play really poorly, but have a good com have a good composition box. If you're going to say somebody that plays really well can have a bad composition box, that's true. Because I also printed out the sheets of like what's what. And some of the things that kind of stood out to me, if you look at the subcaptions, is some of these subcaptions that dropped from night to night. But like composition doesn't talk about clarity a lot. There's one phrase in composition that talks about clarity, clarity of intent, and and I would be no I would one's make the argument, stuff. and I would make the argument that like from semis to finals, no one's having a drastic drop in clarity of intent, no, unless like they just completely horrifically shit the bed, which it, at the in in the top it ten talks I the, problem, composition talks. Composition talks about orchestration, your elements of design, your range of content, variety, continuity. It talks That's about your clarity of the intent. semis to finals. And then it talks about your simultaneous responsibility. So most of those things don't change from show to show, not in a less than 24-hour span. Yeah, it's not going to happen. So some of these things that, like, jumped around from, like, night to night, I'm just, like, like infinity went from fourth in comp to first in comp, like, over the night. Like, I... Like, good for them for getting first one night, but they're probably like, well, you gave us first in comp and semis, so then we get fourth in comp the next night. Like, how does that change when you're saying that we had a cleaner run or something?
0: Like, I, I don't understand. I'll bring up something and that, uh, again, Chris Gary, we spent a lot of time with this weekend. We were talking about this when these recaps came out. I understand fully that the level of clarity a group executes with. Can affect the music effect boxes because sure. it's gonna. It's just gonna make the music more readable. It's gonna make the intent come across clearer. Um, but I don't understand how clarity, like your performance level, your achievement level, is gonna affect comp more than a little bit. Like I get why it would affect it a little bit, but
1: but if and, you're gonna like, you say call, if you're I, gonna say, hold oh, on,
0: before I forget. And you even <laughs> – Evan's getting into it. Um,
1: I forgot where I was going. Just go ahead. Dude, if you're going to say that a group is 8th and 6th in music performance, then I don't really get how you're going to get 1st and 1st in music effect. That's the, that's
0: where I was going. You read my mind literally. I was like, Cause isn't there an example of a group where the effect judges musically had them really freaking high – and somehow the music judges had them, like, in the middle yeah, of Rhythm the Yeah, Rhythm
1: X. They won music effect, and actually in the music effect captions. So music effect is broken down into music effect and overall effect, same way visual is broken down into visual effect, overall effect. Like, they won the music effect box and actually had first-first in those sub-captions. But then you get, like... seven eight six in like comps i like and like i said if those judges are just not reading the show the same way they're they're not even agreeing with each other exactly and let alone agreeing with themselves night to night and it's,
0: it's if if performance and clarity is going to affect comp and you're going to try and tell me that oh well their comps box dropped five places or four places because they had a dirtier run again first off the baseline of these finalist groups, their level of battery blend or ensemble blend on a a higher level than that is the baseline's gonna be there. The number of ticks, ticked attacks, ticked first left double strokes, ticked attacks from the marimba line, like that's gonna change, but the overall quality that the ensemble's putting out is not really gonna change that much. And if you're gonna say that's just a few more ticks is going to affect their comp score that much it better affect the music ge score that much but we're seeing a discrepancy even in
1: that yeah and i'm i'm not saying like i'm not trying to call people out and saying they did a bad job but i just i don't understand like use monarch for example too like and i i like to dive into the music box pretty heavily because I feel like it's probably one of the lesser subjective captions that there is. Like music ge, visual ge is going to get real subjective. Yep. Um, even visual to a degree. But if on semis you're going to give them eighth in comp and eleventh in performance, and then the next night bump them from an eight to a four, and from an eleven to a three, and I watched wait, wait, wait. both what those barns. What went monarchs. from eleven to a three? Which one, comp or performance? their performance and I watched both those monarch so like if you were going to say like they just killed it finals night and had a crap semis run I would agree but watching them in person I just don't agree like look at this like look at I the don't spread. think that they not, played
0: terrible semis if you're on YouTube look at the spreadsheet right now monarch you know 20th in music they went second overall whatever call that different a wash panel. call that a wash different panel same panel semis night 10th in music finals night third how <laughs> Like that's pretty wild. There is no, uh, there is absolutely no way. They had a good run finals night. They had a clear, clean run. There were some ticks like everybody else had, but it was a good run. I thought.
1: I mean, there's no way seven places. And and that's just as one. That, I mean, that's one judge. Yeah, obviously, two, well, two technically. And that um, that's well, overall score. Well, no, no, I didn't. Adult. I didn't average them. So like. One judge had them um, 10, 7, 8, which... Oh, I see. You know, music 1, music 2. My bad. So one judge from night 1 to night 2, semis to finals, thought that they were a little lower. And one judge thought they went up 7 spots. And then the same thing with Infinity. One judge thought they went 5 to 6, a little bit lower. And one judge went, thought they went 7 to 2. So those are just two completely different reads on the show, which is fine. Like, but some of this stuff just flat out doesn't make sense to me. So and like,
0: another one uh who is it there you're looking at visual i mean i guess visual connexus might have had you i could see how like your drill might not have been locked in from night to night to go from 11 to 6 uh from a clip from a visual standpoint but again your comps your comp there's a is there a comp in performance and visual just like music right yeah Your, your visual comp is definitely not changing Semifinals to finals night So, yes, the clarity of the drill, same argument. If you march it better, it
1: could increase the clarity of intent, which is on there. But a lot of those other descriptors, orchestration, those are not things that are going to change that much. Here's another one. Music GE,
0: look at George Mason. George Mason was 15th in semis in Music GE, from Music GE 1, jumped up to 9th. And the other Music GE judge said they got worse. You would think – and look <laughs> at that. The other GE judge, yeah, music GE2, like, had them in seventh semis night, moved them down. How does one judge go from 15 to 9 and the other one goes from 7 to 10? I mean, that's – and that's – I think at, that's – look at the corresponding I... music scores because, we, like we said, music score performance-wise should impact music GE for sure based on how, how well you played or performed your book. Uh, you had, from this judge, music 2, 6 to 11 – Uh, Is that Matrix or GMU? That's GMU. That's GMU. Six to 11. Yet, one of the Music GE judges moved them down three spots. Yet, one music judge moved them down. uh, Or, sorry, reverse that. One music judge moved them up to nine, up six spots, and the music judge moved them down five spots. How are your reads that different? Again, we know this is subjective. We know every one of these judges is extremely experienced, but they all have their own training and background and performance history. So, so their ears are different. Their mm-hmm. eyes are going to look
1: for different things. But still, that's a big yeah. discrepancy. I mean, and like I said, I'm not trying to call anybody out for what they're doing. It but just doesn't just, make sense. I don't understand.
0: We, we are deductively And I study here. this
1: a lot. <laughs> um. What else so it, it's it's part of the reason why I signed up for that WGI grant. It's like I just want to go see what happens. Like I don't like I want to have a better understanding of this. Um ha- Yeah. Just a lot <laughs> of stuff. A lot of inconsistencies
0: just it's just it's just weird. There's got to be some level of like, again, the shows aren't changing. The baseline of clarity across the board with all these finalists is not going to change. The number of ticks is going to be different. Maybe one group shits the bed, but I watched all of them. I wouldn't say anyone like dropped the ball in terms of like, that was way worse than their norm. Like nobody. And so how do you have the same judge? And So let's talk about this real quick too before we close this out. The, the luck of the draw in terms of who the judges are to help your ensemble and how you design your shows to be more competitive. I mean, yeah. look at prelims. X won everything with visual. visual. They won visual GE, right? Just not visual. Or was visual GE the one they lost? Um, in what? What are you asking? Prelims night, X.
1: Um, no, they won visual GE. So it was the visual box. They got like fifth, I think, on prelims. So if they actual visual- won visual GE both prelims and semis. All right. So, and this is a direct quote from a tape. Yeah. So listen to this. I won't, one. I won't say what tape or what group or who yeah. it was, but on semis night, this judge said, "This is the most sophisticated program I've ever seen." And then the next night, during the same moment, said, "This is not a world class moment." At the exact same uh, part of the show. What? You went from this is the most sophisticated program I've ever seen on Friday to I had a bad lunch or some crap on Saturday, and now this isn't a world-class moment. to te- First of all, to tell somebody who makes world-class finals that they don't have a bunch of world-class moments in the show it's a is bold a pretty statement. bold statement. It's a very bold <laughs> um, statement. Uh, especially somebody who's in the top half. So, but like... These so that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not surprised that people don't agree with my opinions or don't agree with my takes. Like, oh, yeah. these people don't even agree with themselves from night to night. At least the, the panel that had semis and finals in some areas did not. Yeah, agree, yeah, do, yeah. They, they really. I'm speaking in hyperbole. Slightly, I understand. Slightly.
0: But what I was getting at before was, it it just, staffs are hanging by a thread before they announce. The judging panels on who's got finals night <laughs> and the fact that they can look at who the freaking judging panel is and go well this group's gonna do well in this caption this group's gonna do well in this caption oh we have a good chance of winning this year if you're one of those med perennial or annual medalist ensembles you're like oh we got a good shot this year this judge is in this category like it sh- i know that that's a perfect world and you look at there are probably combinations of judges, and if you look at the recaps and dig into them like we have, there are combinations of judges. If you flip these panels around and move around semis, prelims, those two two panels, there's a panel combination where X just wins wins flat out. There's a panel combination where RCC was just gonna win flat out. It was almost finals night if the spread in a in a
1: caption wasn't as big as it was. What caption had the two biggest spread to prevent RCC from jumping them? Uh, music too. I mean, there's first and fourth. I mean, even if the spread's just a little smaller, they win. Yeah. So which, yeah, the whole which thing's even wild. even there's it's, even there's I, descriptors on the sub captions that say like if you're like percentage points away, then you're saying there's significant difference from a group or definitive differences from a group. Here, um, basically, the, we don't want to beat a dead horse at this point. And but I'm what not I trying w- to burn the system down. Like I'm sure people no. could listen to this and like, oh, they're trying to like drive a stake in WGI. It's like no, no I just want I want it to be as best as it can be. As consistent as possible. Put all the tapes out there, release them, make them transparent. That would be phenomenal <laughs>
0: if all finals, prelims, and semis tapes were made available to the public. That'd be freaking phenomenal. But stand by, stand by uh, your, That would be
1: a lot of pressure. So but stand by the, your
0: comments. The only thing that I, I was thinking, and I said this quote a few times, this reference, as like the semis recaps came out, we saw what happened. You know, we're digging into them, having a beer with our friends. You know, the pre- finals recaps come out, we're looking at those. You know, Evan and I have been looking at them a day or two after. Uh, finals but all I could think of the whole time looking at the inconsistencies we've highlighted or just the things that just don't just don't make sense like how reads could be so different for the same person night to night and I understand you dropping five places also has a little bit to do with how well groups below you might have done to jump you in and that night and I understand that I fully get that It's a way things can play out but all I could think of the whole time is the whose line is it anyway? Motto of eh, well the rules are made up and the points don't matter. That's WGI percussion. It's, Pretty much, it's, it's so subjective. We'll throw is, out numbers based on how we feel. It, it makes it makes our predictions just for fun, throwing darts at a board half the time. We should wait to do them. To, well, I won't even say that. Uh, we'll do them the same time every year from here on out. But it's just where the, where the rule. It feels sometimes like where the rules are made up and the points don't matter.
1: I mean, it's not.
0: And it's that's not, not even coming from a salty ex alum thinking X should have won. I don't really think. I mean, I'm totally fine with Pulse winning. I would have been fine if RCC jumped. I'm totally jumped fine them. with the order as it yeah, is. Like I, totally don't any, I don't have any. Quar- I don't have any quarrel with that. There were um, all those. All those top three medalists were phenomenal this year. I loved Pulse's show and performance. I loved RCCs. I loved Xs. What I, obviously. Pulse alumni want to see Pulse win. X alumni want to see X win. RCC alumni, Broken City alumni. It just is what it is.
1: Right. But. Yeah, totally. It's just. <laughs> yeah. I'd love that uh, Robert Martinez put on our. Uh instagram that one day you guys are or Inst or youtube he's like you guys are just a bunch of ex homers aren't you <laughs> and he he was like messages us on the side i was like absolutely uh,
0: yeah, but not, <laughs> it's, it's you can't not be sorry i mean the data is
1: there though like i mean you can just look at it i mean i didn't i didn't put these scores down Mm-mm. so but and at the end of the day again uh, none of this is an attack on any of these judges they're all
0: credentialed to the nines they're phenomenal it's a it's, it's a very tough. hard gig.
1: But it's real time. Like I said, it just doesn't make sense to me. So you can yep. message me and call me on the side or hit me up. That's fine. Enlighten me. I am totally willing to have those conversations and to listen. Um but it doesn't make
0: sense. Yep. Things don't add up, but Either way, I had a blast this weekend. WGI Finals is always a good time. Even if you're an age out or even if you never got to March and you just love this stuff, go. Go oh, yeah, one year. Killer. Save up money if you need to. If if you, if you need to wait a year, like find a way to go. Carpool, whatever. It's a blast.
1: The environment is sick. The lot hype is just... Even so if you nasty. don't go inside, if you never buy, I've gone years past before
0: we started doing this podcast yep. where I literally never set foot in the arena and just went and had fun, saw friends, watched amazing front ensembles, drum lines, full ensemble runs before finals. Highly recommend. We get into the nitty gritty because Evan and I are both bando nerds that just love this stuff. And we, 100%. we, we want it to be evaluated pro- as properly as possible and point this stuff out and that's where that comes from but at the end of the day we've loved I this think, stuff since we were like
1: 14 i think conversation is healthy oh yeah like
0: it's obviously just like we're
1: just we're just a couple of dudes sitting in our houses like talking about this stuff but like we're not we're not gonna be making any <laughs> changes or no. proposals um although it would be dope if i won that wgi grant and got to go to <laughs> vegas um and just sitting here and and learn if and hear what's picked, going on if you get picked
0: and i because i told you after i found out you submitted that and i was like oh send me the link and like, i'll just like su- submit the same thing with my like resume of marching experience and whatever so we can both go i forgot to do it because i'm an idiot i'm gonna be sad I'd Be like petition them oh if they announced that yet or not i don't know when that happens. i gotta find out uh, I, I, I am I
1: sure they will not pick me but if they no. did i did make a just reasoning why i should be selected it was so. a
0: pretty pretty convincing argument, not gonna lie. So, but uh, dude, uh, this season was a blast. What do we have? Like six weeks till spring training. The spring spring tra- So tour doesn't start till July first, right? Uh, no,
1: no, no. I've seen. Well, it I might the start first later now. not until July first. I think it I've used seen to start tours earlier,
0: but... send out their schedules, and I think it's July first. Um, I think that would mean spring training is going to be pushed back, which makes sense because high school kids had to like leave high school and fly back and forth, and like for the weekends of spring training, it was just whatever. But uh, June twenty eighth, so,
1: first show, Rockford, Michigan.
0: There it is. So on top of that, um, in terms of other content, we're going to put out after this, which it's eleven fifteen. I was hoping to have it out tomorrow on April twenty fifth, Tuesday. It's going to be Wednesday. Uh, too late tonight to edit it and get it out, but after that, you know we, owe th- we I, I feel like we owe thesis a reaction video. We were hoping a video would come out before finals. So we're gonna react to thesis. We're gonna react to United, GMU. Um, I feel like there was a fourth independent world group, but it, for sure those three there might be a fourth. We're gonna do some scholastic world. We're gonna watch Dartmouth, we're gonna watch Ayala, Vista Marietta. we're gonna watch um, uh, Chino Hills uh the top five or six probably a scholastic world we'll watch we'll do our open class videos so over the next month our goal is to get a lot of stuff out there you know robert george uh alexander just like uh calvin five is one marching arts anybody else that takes videos we appreciate all of it and if i i I didn't mention your name we appreciate you too uh we're going to be taking advantage of your all stuff watching it analyzing it alexander when marching vlogs how did i forget that yeah uh Uh, all awesome stuff you guys were freaking putting in work i saw a ton of you all with cameras and phones and, and recording equipment all over the place uh putting stuff out there for those that couldn't go so thank you so much for all that go subscribe to all of their channels uh if we pick if we if we use one of their videos we always put them in the um video description so again uh let's close this out we've blabbered enough solid 90 minute wrap up uh Facebook, Instagram, hit the join button on YouTube. Like, comment, subscribe. Uh, do you still think we're dumb? Are you still mad what we predicted? Do you want to throw it in our face? We got your group wrong. I don't care. Send it to us on Instagram. Put the comment on YouTube. It's whatever. Hit the like button. Hit the dislike button. <laughs> Funny fact, the dislike button, hitting that, still helps us with the algorithm. So even if you're trying <laughs> to hate on us, you're still helping us. Let uh, the hate flow. <laughs> yeah, right? it's it just sparks conversation. Um, embrace it. We love it. Uh, we try to respond to as much as we can. Uh, And we will see everyone probably this will go up. If you're watching this, be on the lookout for tons of reaction videos over the next month. Uh, It was a blast of a season and we'll do it again. Next indoor season.
1: Everyone peace.